People talk a lot about self-care, but what does it really mean and why is it important? The eight ways you should be taking care of yourself to live a better and more fulfilled life next on the podcast. I'm Natalie Tisdall, a journalist who decided enough is enough. I left a career that looked glamorous to do what I was scared of doing, going out on my own. I'm a married working mom of three. On this podcast, we're going to talk about issues that really matter. Why am I not sleeping? What's up with that diet everyone's talking about? Are my kids falling behind? How do I leave that job and start over? Welcome to the Natalie Tisdall Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. It's Natalie. Self-care, a buzz phrase. You know, we hear it so often, but what does it really mean? Why does it matter? Let me just tell you, after living through one of the hardest seasons of my life, I understand it more than ever. We all go through ups and downs, some more than others, but the way we daily manage our lives and take care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, it sets us up for better judgment, and focus when those hard seasons hit. And we never know when that might happen. So before I talk more about this, I want to thank you for listening and for supporting this podcast. For those of you new here, I'm a mom, a teacher, a journalist. I spent 28 years in the news business. It's a high pressure job that I had for many years as a morning show TV anchor. I enjoyed it for many years, but I had a turning point a few years ago. And I realized that our world has changed. The news business has most certainly changed. And if we don't change along with it, we're going to sink. Our mental health will suffer. We have to limit how much negativity we take in, and we have to know how to consume news. I had all three of my kids while working terrible hours and enduring a lot of work stress. I had to learn self-care. In fact, I can't say that I've always been good at it. I still struggle with it, but I'm aware of it. And like everything else in life, we have to choose to make good habits, to form those habits, those routines. I spent many years putting everything and everyone before my own well-being. And what good am I to those people I love if I'm not healthy? Today, I want to give you the things that you can do to start today that will improve the way you feel and the way you think. And yes, I do think that those two things, the way you feel and the way you think go hand in hand. So let's get started. Okay. So first focus on your strengths. How many times have you started a project? Maybe you feel overwhelmed from the get-go of that project. I know this feeling taking care of yourself means first, not taking on new projects that are not in your wheelhouse or that you just don't enjoy. I recently took on some volunteer work for my daughter's lacrosse team. I didn't volunteer for the job of the parent treasurer, but I did volunteer to be the parent liaison and group coordinator because I know that my strength is in relationships and in connecting people, not in managing a bank account and numbers. For other people, the opposite might be true. You might love numbers and that's your thing. Focus on that and then make sure that the things that you agree to are in that wheelhouse. Focus on your strengths and say no when those tasks are not aligned. Don't be afraid to say, that's not really my gift or my strength, but I can do X, Y, and Z. 
Number two, start identifying and solving problems. When was the last time you sat down and you identified the greatest stresses in your life? And I mean, write them down. Don't just think of them because you won't give it the same importance. Write them down and then problem solve ways to overcome all of those difficult things. Often I find that when people dwell on the problem, or as my husband likes to say, admire the problem, tackling that problem head on, coming up with a true plan, and then working through step-by-step how to get past that hard issue, that's going to be the best way through something difficult. A lot of people admire problems and actually spend more time worrying and talking about the problem versus solving the issue. Do you know people like that? Maybe you're one of them. Don't admire the problem, but identify it and work through it. Number three on my list for self-care, focus on the future instead of reviewing hurts from the past. You know what? We all have crap. Let's face it. Your crap might be harder than mine or your neighbors or other people in the world, but we all have it. Actually, mine's pretty hard right now, but I'm not going to dwell on it. We can choose to shake our fist at God and be mad about our circumstances, or we can stop, ask ourselves what we're learning through hardships and plan for the future. For me, this is through prayer and faith. I know what my family is going through right now is part of God's plan for each of us. And when I feel that deep heart pain, you know what I'm talking about? I know that that's God reaching out to me, leading me, growing me, and asking more of me. So look to the future instead of looking at the past and dwelling on the past. Next, plan something to look forward to. Maybe it's a trip, an outing, whatever that might be. We all need things to look ahead and look forward to, to feel motivated by. It might be something weeks. It might be something months. Maybe you start planning for something in a year. It just gives you that lighthearted, fun, something to look forward to. Give yourself that. Okay. Number five, practice gratitude. I have a very close friend who used to use the phrase, I get to, instead of I have to. I used to laugh when he would say, I get to get up at 2.30 in the morning to work for a morning show. (laughs) Not something that you often would say I get to do. But then again, I started using that language and it works. Your kids might laugh at you. Some of your friends might think it sounds funny, but you don't have to go to work. You actually get to go to work. You don't have to go work out and exercise. But think about this. It's a privilege to be healthy enough to work out. You get to work out. The same goes for just about any situation in your life. Try replacing every time you catch yourself saying, I have to do something and say, I get to do something, whatever that might be. Next, and this might seem obvious, but live healthy, eat healthy foods, get enough sleep, exercise regularly, avoid those things that physically drag you down. Start with the change that maybe you can commit to for just three days and then see how it makes you feel and then add a few more days. And eventually you're going to be adding months to that and you're going to start feeling better. You know, I do a lot of podcasts here and interviews on healthy living. I did an interview with a doctor last year on diet, and I also have a free download you might be interested in on the Mediterranean diet. He tells me, he's a very good friend of mine, but he tells me 
It is the most sustainable and overall best diet out there. I'll link that free download in the show notes. You might also be interested in episode 65 on eat a plant-based diet or episode 63 with world-renowned Dr. William Lee titled Eat to Beat Disease or maybe episode 57 on slowing down the age process with Dr. Nayan Patel. These are just a few episodes that can contribute to your self-care. You'll find many others in the list of podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. I try to keep each episode around 20 minutes so that you can listen and get tips while out for a walk or maybe doing laundry or while in the car. And all of this is about taking care of yourself, that self-care. And it means making conscious decisions. And I am so fortunate to hear from experts around the world on these topics. So I hope that you'll go back and listen to a few of these episodes. You're going to thank yourself when you have more energy and you're feeling positive and fulfilled later in your life. Okay. So number seven, see friends to build your sense of belonging. So I know this is hard when you're busy and when you just don't feel like socializing, it's so much easier to just come home, put your feet up, turn on a TV show, maybe read a book, be by yourself. I've totally done that many, many times, but we all need a sense of belonging and relationships. Maybe you don't feel like socializing, but making those connections, it is so important for your self-care. We were made to be in community with one another. And although the last few years we've spent more time at home and alone, we're now seeing that that affects people's mental health. Self-care means making those connections, going out of your comfort zone, making plans with a friend when you don't feel like it, you always feel better afterwards. So go ahead and make that plan, make a call, make a connection and start building those relationships. Number eight, ask for help and then accept help when it's offered. I am admittedly not good at this working on it. I don't know why I like to be self-sufficient, probably has something to do with my younger years and having an incredible self-sufficient mother. And I like to be able to do things for myself, but I also like helping people. So I give, but I'm not really good at taking or accepting help. This past summer, I learned the value in accepting help. Let those who love you be there for you. Let people in, let them take care of you in your time of need. It makes them feel good. That's probably the missing piece. I didn't realize that by them helping me, I was making them feel good. So let them feel good. And it also lifts your load and will be some of the best self-care out there. You know, self-care can look like many, many things. Yep. It can be a massage every now and then maybe getting pampered, getting your nails done, whatever that might be, but there is so much more to it. And I hope you realize that there's no harm in self-care that is physical, like getting a massage, but the importance of mental care, spiritual care, and the value in relationships cannot be underestimated. I hope this has helped you rethink self-care and will be the first step on your journey to being more healthy. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.